2: Building downtown. Building downtown. Right. AO is the building downtown. You can follow us on social media at the building DT. You can follow and subscribe on YouTube, Spotify, Google Play, iTunes, wherever you get your podcast from. I'm your host, Jason Kelly. You can follow me at JKellyMMA. You can follow my co host, Krill Kasatsky, at Apostle Raps. And you can follow my other co host, Amy Barton, at Ames Bell. So tonight, keeping up with the KOTD Grand Prix, which you can you can follow or, or see every Sunday live on Twitch for free. The guest we have tonight is the captain of the East Division of the KOTD Grand Prix. But if that's your introduction to this, man, you need to shut your mouth and open your ears. Because you're in for a history lesson on not only battle rap, but hip-hop in general. If you are a longtime fan of battle rap, you I, I can almost guarantee there's been a point in your life where you've been watching a battle. You paused it, looked at your buddy, pointed at the screen and said, look at that fucking guy's reaction right there. <laughs> that, that's they he, he's waving the flag you saw Nostrand Ave. rep a bk all day poison pen welcome to the building downtown my man
1: what's the word what's the word yes i'm from North Ave. man you gotta rep it bro i'm chilling oh. how you feeling what's the word
2: doing good man i'm glad we got this we got this done finally even though it was planned for yesterday and we had internet problems and so many other problems It's only been like a 24-hour wait, but it seems like it's been a buildup going on for fucking years to me. (laughs) I I don't know if you guys have been on YouTube this evening either. YouTube went down. So I'm here watching YouTube, okay, like an hour and a (laughs) half ago or so, right? And I'm getting ready for fucking the interview with Penn. Had internet problems yesterday. YouTube stops working. I'm like, not again. I start going to other websites. They're working and shit. Went right to Twitter, fucking checked it out. And I was like, okay, it's YouTube. Thank God. Fuck YouTube. I can live without YouTube.
3: Like Russian hackers.
2: Russian hackers, exactly. It's your people, Krill. Right. So Penn, I mean, the talk of the
3: town in this tournament,
2: you you pulled it up, you pulled out with you pulled up with ice tea. Okay. And the, the immortal technique does dope, Tretch is dope. But what about blasé blasé? What happened? <laughs> ha! I know you didn't know I was the guy you were fucking talking to that day on <laughs> Facebook about that. Ha ha <laughs> Yeah, that was you, right. Yeah. (laughs) Not a funny So what's up, man? With the Easter
1: of the House. Oh my god, it's danger. I I was trying to bring him through, y'all. I was trying to bring him through. I was I was in the hood, man. I was I take I take long walks. That's something I, I do just to clear my mind. And I was just walking through Brooklyn and I was I was walking down Fulton Street and who the hell was in the whip? You know what I mean? He was yo, Penn, I'm looking, and it was it was uh, it was blase. It was out loud. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, oh shit! And I'm just like, yo, Pam. You know I'm doing something. You know what I mean? I invited him through, and all of that. And I'm like, bro, you, you, like you, you have to be there. The east is in the house, bro. You have to be there, man. <laughs> so we, couldn't, we couldn't, we couldn't, we couldn't schedule this. So you know, I just had to, I had to, you know, make a
2: substitution to bring Ice tea out instead. You know what I'm saying? That's not a bad substitute. <laughs>
0: now we'll take. You know what? On a side note, I used to live off Fulton. Fulton of what? Fulton Franklin.
1: Get the fuck out of here! here. <laughs> I lived every I'm, on Fulton, like, I'm on Fulton every day. You know what I mean? That's <laughs> that's my stomping grounds. You are on Fulton. Of, wow. When, when were you on Fulton and Franklin? Um,
0: uh, like not very long ago, like two and a half years ago. And then I was down in Flatbush for a couple of years.
1: Okay, because I I live I lived on I lived on Green, you know what I mean. So, <laughs> yeah, I, I, listen, this this is this I'm born and raised out here. So, yeah, yes, that's why
0: I, I was on. I was on. So you were so classes. place.
1: Oh, you Oh, you were on Lefford's place? Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. <laughs> my, my friend, um, my friend has a bar that she just opened up on the corner of, uh, class in between Fulton and Lefford's.
0: Okay. Yeah, that's, that's like a two-second walk for me. Then Jason was like, you, Oh, you know he's walking you, in the rain. And I was like, I'm gonna ask him where he was walking. <laughs> yeah, you know what used
1: to be the um it used to be the restaurant, it used to be the Lions Den restaurant on or, mm-hmm. or Classic Yeah, it's my my friend's spot now. It's called the uh tincture bar or whatever. So yeah, that's 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 one of our spots. i have be there all the time. I'm there like all the time, you
0: know. I mean, is it open right now?
1: Um it probably is. So. It probably is. I, I saw Co- a few days
0: ago. I saw Cuomo made some kind of announcement today, so I wondered if shit was shutting down again.
1: Now, well, we our cases. I mean, it's going up all over the place. I mean, you know, United States got the cooties and shit, but um, we're not doing we're not doing as bad as we were before. So I mean, you know, yes, as far as far as um the shutdowns and everything, we're still pretty regular as far as you know the business is.
3: Toronto, Toronto's all shut down to, around
1: here. Yeah, we we still weren't like having large gatherings anyway, so you know. Oh,
0: you might not have been to Crown Heights in a minute, then, huh?
1: Are you talking? Are you talking about the, uh, the
0: Orthodox folks over there? Not just them, but like that whole area was on fire. Well, it's a
1: see. Oh, let are talk about when when Biden when Biden won the election.
0: Well, no, I'm also talking about COVID. It was that that and my zip code when I was in Flatbush that were like danger, fucking danger zones because people well, wouldn't do the hell they're the supposed to.
1: Zone right here now it was yeah, Crown, Crown Heights, um, Williamsburg, like a couple of Bedford and everything. Those are like the red zones and stuff. A lot, a lot of people don't agree with the um the mask mandates and all of that stuff. So, right, you know, numbers are doing what they do over there. Yeah, <laughs> it's kind of it's, it's serious, man. But you know, we got we got to we still gotta do we got to do, gotta
0: do to, 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 to get it out of this
2: shit, you know what I'm saying? all uh, you can do. Yeah. So, so in the she's best there. transition she's ever she's in the history of radio, <laughs> back to ice How the fuck did that come all up right. about, <laughs> man? <laughs> Sorry. You, start talking neighborhood shit, you know what I'm saying? You know, switch
1: what's
2: up, you know? Yeah, <laughs> I'm in a different country. What the fuck would I know? <laughs> <laughs> Um uh, yeah, So anyway, back what you were saying. My fault, man. No, no, no. It's all good. It's all good. Uh, so yeah, I see. Obviously, that shocked the shit out of everyone. Uh, we've had direct on twice now. We've been bugging the shit out of him. I told him he has to pull up with Andre Benjamin to to beat that shit, and he agrees that would be his his end all be all guest down in the south. But I guess we're out of the south, down in the re- in the west for the rest of it. <laughs> but the I see shit. I mean. The blasé, blasé, the tretch, the technique, all that. That makes sense, right? You pulled up to boot camp guys. That makes sense. But Ice-T, well, he's West Coast. He, he's from the 80s. Did you meet him on a set of Law & Order? Were you a bad guy on there? Where the fuck did that connection <laughs> come from? Well, see,
1: the funny thing is Ice-T, yeah, he's he's a West Coast legend. But he's been on Law & Order for the past 20 years. He's He's been out here for like since probably like early 2000s, late 90s. He's been out here probably the majority of my life. That's the funny thing because even though he's a West Coast artist, he's been out here forever, and he's been on New York TV show for 20 years. So he's 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 been out and about, and um. So and plus throughout the touring and everything, I, I linked up with Ice T years ago through, through you know my brother, Mortal Technique. Everybody knows that's my right hand man. Mm-hmm. So you know if you guys are familiar with motor Technique, you know you already know what time it is. So. You know, him and uh, Motor Technique and Ice-T are uh, very cool. And, and Ice is a real, um, he's a hip-hopper to the core. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, this, Ice-T was, like, everything. Like, Ice-T was breakdancing. Ice-T was in the freaking break movie. Ice-T was, like, <laughs> Ice-T was the one who on hip-hop with its inception. And he's still a big, big, big fan and supporter. So, and I just reached out to him, like, pull up. You know what I'm saying? And it was no politics, no nothing. That's the big homie man. You know, I got a, I got a lot of friends throughout my travels in this in this independent music thing. And you know, technique put the bug in his ear. So tech so he pulled up, because technique is super, super close. So he was like, Y'all pull up, you pull up. So they pulled up. And then the funny thing is, as soon as the event started, he was just like, Yo, where'd you find these guys? Like, i like, bro, you know, we have been, you know, we think we've been we've been uh We've been curating this for years, you understand what I'm saying? Like we, we, we know we know where to go. We know we know who to who to talk to. You know, we're some of the best scouts in the world. You know, feel me? That's why we're able to do this. And he was just like, yo, I'm so anytime you do an event, I'm there. As long as I'm not busy, I'm there. Just, just, just give me a call. Like, so ice, ice is like all the way in. You know what I'm saying? He loves my brother, he loves my brother Jay Murder. But you know, murder's a crit. You feel me? So I mm-hmm. he was heavy on that thing. So like they they got that in common. Like like the guys the guys performed. He 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 get them he get them little he, he chop game with him and stuff. You know what I mean? He's 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 as appreciative as um as the MCs that 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 are there performing. You know, and that's and that's dope, man. Because it's it's full circle. You know what I mean? Like it shows. You know what I mean? Like a lot of people tend to alienate the older hip hop generation. And I'm like, yo, bro, like that makes no sense.
4: Mm-hmm. You know what
1: I mean? We gotta, we gotta keep this going, like, which is why I do what I do. I pass my game on to the to the younger, to my younger days. You know what I'm saying? And and you see, I keep passing it to me. I'm passing it, it's a, it's a, it's a circle, it's a circle of life. So, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's just good that we have people that understand those aesthetics because I respect my elders, you know what I'm saying? And and they and they can put us on the things that we did that we weren't aware of, you know what I mean? So. I don't, I don't, I don't shut down all the old, the I'm not gonna say all, all the old school, um, or the or the uh, true school artists or the artists from the '80s and '90s. Like I embrace them as long as as long as they're open minded to accept what we doing. Like I love it, bro. And I'm a hip hop nerd. You feel me? Like I'm gonna like video <laughs> music. You know what I mean? I used to collect my my magazines and everything. So you know, I was a dude that used to buy CDs and read the back of them. <laughs> and it's up the label and shit. Like, I was that dude. So, <laughs> so, mm-hmm. I was one of those read the credits guys, you feel me? So, like, you know, I've always just been all in with everything I do. So it's just dope to have, have you know, the big homies that, that feel the exact same way and just keep this shit rolling, you know?
0: Well, I mean, you're putting yeah, the yeah, other divisions so- to shame with these guests here, though, Pen. What happened? I said, you're putting the other divisions to shame here with all these guests, though. I mean, that's
1: what I do. You know, I, I, <laughs> <laughs> no, I, 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 it's all—it's all a—it's all, all a collaborative effort. It's all love. But I mean, end of the day, anything that I'm directly involved in is like you know, it's gonna sh- my influence is gonna show, and that and that you know that element of it comes with me being a part of it. You know, you know, people gravitate towards me. I have a rapport with a, with a myriad of different artists and stuff. You know, I've been around for a while. I have a good relationship with a lot of people, so you know, it's, it's, it's you know, it's so, I I heard about the other divisions as well. I was trying to, I was trying to get you said you said uh, Andre Benjamin. I yeah. was gonna, I was gonna have Killer Mike pull up to um mm. to, to the South. but they, but they was uh, Mike and, and Track Star, but they were um on the road and stuff, you know. But you know, it's, I got I got friends. What can I say, man? They they like to support me. I like to support them. I just appreciate that I have friends that some people are fans of. You know.
2: Mm-hmm. What were Tretch's thoughts on being there at a live event?
1: Yo, Tretch, yo, it's it's wild because first, first of all, we, we were in Jersey, so you know, yeah. respect to the big bro, Tretch. You know what I'm saying? Like we were in his state. <clears throat> he he pulled me to the side and he started telling us a story. Like these guys, and these guys are like breaking up, tapping the, the gang with, with everybody. Myself included. Like, I'm a fan. I'm a fan, too. Like, I may have a rapport with them, but I grew up listening listening to trash. You feel me? Like, yeah, yeah. like everybody else did. So it's, it's still a different dynamic. And he told us um, that him and Ice-T met at a battle. I mean, obviously, ice was always the big homie. Ice-T is, like, I don't even know, you know, how old he is. But, you know, I, obviously, Ice-T is almost everybody's big homie. He's yeah, talking yeah. about how <laughs> he met. Trench, when Trench was battling at like the new new music seminar, in, like the late eighties, early nineties,
4: mm.
1: like before Nobody by Nature was even a thing. He, he was like, oh, I met him at a battle, and I'm like, Wow, that's crazy. And you see how the like, how the circle still, so, you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. how it still goes wrong. So for them to come in and and shuffle into everyone else is dope. Trench is telling us how he he lost to a to a, to a chick. I can't remember the, I can't remember the girl's name, but he gave us a name. He said, Yo, this girl beat him. You know, but he, he was telling us the whole story, the whole situation how he lost the battle. But you know what I mean. But Ice T and it was still was still vibing with him. And I mean, look, Tretch became you know a legend. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, and, Nobody by Nature—they're the biggest groups ever.
2: Yeah, and I always felt too that Vin Rock kind of got overshadowed by because Tretch was so goddamn good. But if you listen to Vin, Vin was fucking dope. No doubt. <laughs> 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 that was the best little comment ever. <laughs> uh, shit. Respect, respect to Vin, too, man. You
1: know, I I, I never. Uh, Vin was dope, man. I like, I, Vin had some all like right shit. I love knowing about ancient records when I was growing up. I, I, I'll say that, you know what I mean? Like, you know, Vinny said, you're chilling with the titty feeling villain. Listen, I like to feel titties, too. So, Vin is a dope, you feel me? I'm a oh, filling villain myself you feel
2: me? are you, are, you, are you pulling up with a guest in the west? are you leaving that on them? are you pulling up with a Tupac hologram or like what what do you got in your pocket for that one <laughs>
1: um if i if I had out there it depends on who's in town it depends on who's in town and I'll make my calls from there it's crazy the last the last time I saw Nipsey, rest in peace um i was had we were on the same flight to um l a to, to um, Los Angeles. This is like, this is like, about six, seven months before he got, before he, before he, um you know, was murdered and everything. Mm-hmm. And, uh, Nipsey, like me and Nip, we, we know each other for years. You know, I don't, you know, people don't know everyone's relationships, but I hosted, when Nipsey was on, um, when he first got signed to Sony, like when he was like 1920, with the, uh, with the crisscross, with the hustle in the house, all of that stuff. He was on Sony. And he came out to New York and did SOBs. He did mm-hmm. SOBs and they and they um and they booked me to to host the event. You know, like, you know, I host events, not just battle stuff, I do everything, you know, if I stuff. So I hosted the event. So I got it with Nip, you know what I'm saying? I got it with all his own, with, with all with all his own, with his whole shit and all of that. And you know, we had a good time and all, and he was like I said, he was young. This is like he was like 1920 at the time. And uh, did the show it was dope, you know. XOB is a smaller venue, and then I took these mother I took these motherfuckers club hopping afterwards. We went to like we went to Envy, we went to like a few spots in the city. But you know, I never really kept up with with Nick. Like I seen him, we would say were saying that but we didn't have like you know, I didn't call him on the phone and shit like that. I'm not like, that like that's my friend like that. But we mm-hmm. had we had numerous encounters numerous throughout the years. You know what I'm saying? And then as he progressed and stuff, I, you know I. It's cool for me to look at people and be like, that's dope. I had an encounter with him. I'm glad he's doing well. You know, I don't expect people to, a lot of times I don't expect people to, uh, a lot of people have selective memories. i just say that. A lot of people, okay. when, it's for them, when it's convenient for them to remember, you know what I mean? And some people are just funny like that. So uh-huh. when I when I see people that I haven't seen in years, like if I have a, if we don't have like an everyday rapport, like I, I, I'll gauge, I gauge you our greeting by how you, how you approach, like, you know, you, you know what I'm saying? So I was, the funny thing, I was, I was running to, uh, I was, I was running, I was late for my flight. So I'm running to the gate. It was a virtual mm-hmm. flight. I was running to the gate in the airport. And, um, uh, <clears throat> so I'm not paying attention to nobody who's around me. So I'm running straight for the gate. And they about to close the gate. I There's like two people left the line. I get to the gate. And I'm like, so I'm huffing and puffing. I'm fat. I'm just running and shit. I'm all (laughs) panting and shit like a fucking dog in the summer. (laughs) You know? You see, like, a group of of dudes, you know, on on the side, you know? But I'm not paying attention. I'm just trying not to guess Mr. Flake. So then this dude just slaps me in the chest. Whack! Like, not hard, but, like, you know, like a what's up slap. Like, so I look. And your nip nip is, like, probably, like, Nip, Nip is like probably two, two, three inches taller than me. He's like probably like six four. He's a tall guy. So he's like, "Yo, what's up?" And I'm like, "Oh shit, what up?" You know what I mean? I'm like, "Nip, what's going on your And I'm like, and so the funny thing is, first of all, I didn't even like I'm I didn't pay attention. I didn't even know he was there. And then on top of that, I haven't spoken to this dude in probably at least you know three, four years. So it's not like mm-hmm. you know. So so like I said, sometimes people forget. Sometimes you see somebody be like, there's people that I went to sh- that that I went to school with. It, or, or known since high school or whatever, like known, like personal situation. I'm not gonna mention those names because they're actually very famous. And I, I, I bump into them, and, like I was in the studio with them when they, when they were recording their album with platinum producers. Like, and then when I bump into them in Miami, motherfuckers literally looked at me like they know who the fuck I was. And I'm like, wow, that's crazy. I knew you in high school. Like, but, you know,
4: like,
1: <laughs> it. like it. I'm not gonna mention no names r&p singers mm. and shit like that but whatever but uh so yeah so when he when he when he greeted me i was like oh shit like okay you you ain't funny you're like you ain't funny style like, Yeah, you, you you every time i see you was the same so we just start talking and shit like it was good and he had he had just um actually he was out here he had just shot the uh what's called a video the um the rap niggas video the first single off the, the victory lap.
2: that was shot in new york he shot parts of it in the Hamptons.
1: He he part shot of shot part of it um under by the Brooklyn Bridge.
2: Oh, I didn't know that. It's yeah, a dope record. Yeah, that's a dope ass video. Yeah. Cool. It's funny, like yeah. you said before, but I see Just to jump in real quick here about uh, been in New York because uh, SVU, Law and Order. Uh, I don't know if you ever watched the show Suits, but it takes place in New York City. You can clearly fucking see the CN Tower throughout many episodes in that fucking in that show.
1: That's not New York. <laughs> <laughs>
2: okay, sorry. You could carry on.
1: <laughs> but yeah. So, anyway, I, I've ramble. You're gonna have to reel me back in. But anyway, so, anyway, so we started talking and shit, and I'm like, Yo, oh, come out. I was going out. We had the URL traffic event. Matter of fact, it was, matter of fact, I just got a notification in my, in my in my Facebook. So it was like three years ago, almost to the date that I saw Nick. So, anyway, yeah. so we had we had the URL traffic event out there, and we had um. We had a benefit of we would go for uh for Mexico after I think it was the hurricanes or earth earthquakes, so we okay. do a lot of charity work. So Nick was like, Yo, I'm trying to come to a battle. I'm trying to come to a battle. I'm like, Yo, bro, just hit me when you touch down. Like, pull up. We doing we doing one this week. And like, if you if you pull up, like, dog, gotta be amazing. Like, we in your city. Like, you got caught blunt. You pull up wherever you want, some, bro. I got you or whatever. He's like, I right, bet.
4: When I touch
1: down, when I touch down, we going win. I'm like, bet. So anyway, so we're talking. We're walking onto the plane. He got like, he's like, like six, seven dudes and shit. You know, I'm, I'm assuming they all, you know, probably his sixties and all that. His 60s his 50s and all that. Mm-hmm. So as we're walking, so as soon as we get on the plane, he's like, "I, right, Penn, I'ma holler at you," and he stops. I'm like, "Where you going?" He's like, "To my seat." This nigga was in row one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, damn, bro. <laughs> I was like, "Yo," I said, "Must be nice, my guy." I'm in row twenty six. He just laughing. He's like, "Yo, you still gonna get there?" I'm like, "Yeah, no doubt." And I walk all the way. I walk all the way to the back of the plane. But the funny thing is, like, most of his uh, team was 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 back there with me. Like, all of oh, them didn't fly first class. They they flew in regular class. I'm like with the regular people, such as myself. So, um, but then when the plane took off, whatever hour two into the flight, this motherfucker just gets back. You know, he fly he, he comes to the back and just, just chopping it up. Just standing there talking for like a half hour, 45 minutes. And that's the last time I seen him. And it was like he touched down, I'm like, yo, we're gonna get up. <coughs> I had the event. We 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 end up missing each other. And that's the last time I seen him and a few months later this dude is gone and shit. And I'm like, damn bro, like damn. it would have been so dope if I could have bought this Nick wanted to go to the battles. Nick wanted to support the battles and shit. He just didn't know. Because he was mm-hmm. like, yo, most of the time, y'all in New York. Cause you know, at that time, most of the big events, you know, big events happen all over the place now. But, you know, traditionally, back in the day, most of the big events was always in the East or in New York. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And he was he was like, yo, I want to come to a battle. I want to come to a battle. I'm like, yo, I got you. And he never was able to make it. Then he, You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It- now he's going It's fucking hell.
2: You have obviously very deep roots for listeners that don't know. I mean, fucking like your roots in hip hop are very deep. You come from a melting pot of hip hop. You just, you mentioned Nipsey, right? It's fucking people might not even think about that. I didn't know that you had any connection to Nipsey. And you mentioned before, like there's a a person who's now famous. that you went to school with, I'm not trying to get you to drop their name or anything, but who are some of the people who you've worked with? I mean, you know, the, the techniques, the boot camp, click people, that stuff that's, That's one thing, but who are some of the people that, you know, have recognized you, like, that you had no connection with, or people you've worked with hosting events, or have been connected to that, you know, fans of yours or fans of battle Rap wouldn't even fucking think of? Like an Egg Sheeran or some shit. Yeah, that's crazy. That is my
1: dude. Fuck. I'm going to tell you some shit. I'm going to tell you some shit. That's hilarious that you make the Egg Sheeran of all people. That's my man. We Ed Sheeran was going to our shows in um in England wow. back in like 20 2013 when he was I'm like done. like oh youngish and, shit. <laughs> and he, listen check this out this is this is no cap this is a thousand percent like Ed comes to when Ed comes to the city my bro Southpaw, who's who's also a good friend of mine and one of Immortal Techniques main producers um Southport's a pro tools engineer he tours so he does he does um sound for a lot of big artists outside of just you know us rapper dudes. Like he does, he was doing like Mary J Blige, Alicia Keys, you know what I mean? So mm. obviously that ended up going and linking up with Ed Sheeran. And um, I was like, I was at the voice with Ed Sheeran. We at a voice, while well, he was filming the voice between the Usher and shit. That's what was so funny. But um, <laughs> so Ed Sheeran is like the hugest hip hop. First of all, Ed Sheeran make beats. Ed Sheeran raps, yeah. Like Ed Sheeran does everything, and he's actually not bad. Yeah, you, you know what I mean. He, <laughs>
3: you, you can so, tell he's an all around musician. You can tell right away just by listening yeah. to what he makes.
1: And he came, he, him. He, um, how he found out the connection was like my boy Southpaw. Like that was just a professional thing. Like it was, you know, it was, it was just a professional. You know, he met the qualification, They linked up. It was cool. He started, so he started working with him. So. As things progress, they start to you know get cool and have more friendly conversations and shit, you know, because Eddie's as Ed Ed a young dude. So we find out that Eddie like said the hip hop head. <laughs> so he mentions the immortal technique thing. He was like, "Yo, my father took me to immortal to, the, to see immortal technique and poised a pen." Da, 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 da. and This motherfucker's like, "What? Yo, I like technique is my brother. You know what I mean? So." That's how it all happened. So, when he came to New York. He was like, "Yo, like you know these guys, like want some fan shit of us." Like, so we we link up about five six years ago. I'm taking this motherfucker to dive bars in the Lower East Side. Like, it's like three dollars shots. <laughs> like, it's <just> fucking <laughs> fucking shots like, not not him, not him. He's not doing talk about. I'm saying other people, not him. Oh, yeah. yeah. um, you know what I mean? I'm taking this motherfucker, He's like, y'all want to go. Oh, Come go on, Andrew, go. From Chinatown. So we get like so we go drinking wild whiskey all over up and down the east side and shit. He um bro, he took me one time we went to uh, my bro Southport hit us up. We went to what's that 34th Street Hammerstein Ballroom, Manhattan Center, Manhattan Center. He did his show, he did a show in Manhattan Center. He invites us all there, so we all hanging out. And so we go to his fucking dress
2: room, and he's like, oh, yeah, my friend Taylor's here. I'm like, all right, cool. We go up in the
0: fucking room, Taylor Swift is in the room. Dude, I, I no, no. I'm, no, I'm so sorry. You have to stop right now.
2: What the fuck?
0: Literally, as you're talking, we have a group chat that we chat in while we're talking to you guys. As and we've been talking, I, I'm text I, literally, you a screenshot. I literally messaged them and said, I don't know what's going on. Next up, Taylor Swift.
1: All right. Taylor Swift, no doubt. I I, I I got the photos to prove it. I got the photos to prove it. So, yeah, so we hanging out, then Taylor Swift is upstairs, so now it's like, oh, shit, it's Taylor Swift. And the funny shit is, I'm a hip-hop dude, like, 85%. Like, like I don't really listen to a lot of pop shit, like, you know what I mean? So, I know who she is, but I'm not like, oh, she's Taylor Swift. I don't really, you know what I'm saying? I listen to fucking yeah, yeah. drill music, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? So, obviously I know who she is, but I'm not like, wow, it's Taylor Swift. But I'm like, Oh shit, I know it's Taylor Swift. So we yo know, bro, so we we kicking it. Fucking world, the World Cup is on. We fucking watching World Cup, fucking drinking vodka and shit. You know what I mean? I told, I told her she was I told her she was team homie She was like, What's that? I'm like, don't worry about you, crew now.
2: You, you can't do <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. oh. Holy shit. Yeah, that's she, that's Taylor Swift.
1: Awesome. Maybe she'll pull up to a battery. I'll be crazy.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Dead. you that know was, what? She man, probably she, would. She, I bet she would. She, <clears throat>
1: she, I, we Schlosser- Taylor, man. That's you know, I don't. That was the only time I ever saw a tailor in my life. Let's let's be clear. Like I don't. <clears throat> but it but it was fun though.
3: <laughs> I got a quick little. I got a quick little question. Do you think all these famous people coming through and uh, you know what I mean? Like I see, not not that they're famous, but showing love and stuff. Do you think more exposure to battle battle rap will sooner or later pull? Would battle rappers in a position of, say, boxers or UFC fighters where they make decent money and the events would be fucking. Certain certain magnitude, you know what I mean?
1: That is what we're trying to mold things into. I I see that that's that's kind of what the vision is. I won't give too many, you know, details or whatever have you, but right, these events should be treated like huge sporting events. That's what they should be treated like, as opposed to, uh, as opposed to like a concert or something, they should be treated like pride fights. hmm And, and you see the element with the pride fights, this ringside, you see all the, see all the famous people, and you know, it's, it's the place to be, you know, and, and, and I try to bring that element, because, you know, a lot, when the, when the, when the right people are there, it adds, it adds to the, um, experience for, for, for all people involved, for myself, for the artist performing, because they would never have a chance to even be in the same um, space as a lot of these people. But now you're in a space with these people and you're in a position where these people now know you and can be fans of you. You know what I'm saying? Ice-T telling Bonnie Godiva, like, yo, you know, I I I, I think that you to get past this, 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 and that. You understand what I'm saying? And that's just on the show you coming to a battle. You know, but I help open doors to another world for you just on the strength of you, you know, having a talent, being able to rap. And I have no problem doing that. And I and I like providing that for, for people as well. You know, it's, it's fun to me, too, man. It's fun to me, too. But I like the enjoyment. And know, knowing that I helped, that I facilitated that, that I did something that, that was probably on somebody's bucket list. Like, yo, I got to perform for this person. And I'm in the tournament for $50,000. You know what I mean? In the midst of a pandemic, when most
2: motherfuckers
1: are on their couch, fucked up. Yeah. You know? So, I, you know, I take, I take <laughs> pride in that. I
3: take pride in that. You're definitely setting a trend with that, right? Because T is definitely not the last person, right? And then people see that, and maybe, you know what I mean? More people get interested, and it's just going to spread, yep. right? And so, it's props to you, man. It's, it's a very big and good thing yep. you're doing.
1: We, we uh, yeah, the, the East Coast event. Last the last week, the East Coast event, we got the highest event we of the entire tournament. We had a million. We had a million uh, unique subscribers. You know what
2: I'm saying? We had we had Fuck. more than a million. Congratulations. Uh, yeah, congratulations. man. Congratulations to you, you and the King of the Dot. Everyone doing it. A million. That's a big fucking benchmark to hit.
1: And, and, and the funny shit is, the funny is, that was the same weekend as uh, Mook and tay rod which is a great battle. Uh, but uh,
2: you know. Uh, uh, uh.
3: Yes uh,
2: I haven't <laughs> seen it yet I fucking want to I really want to see it But uh,
3: Apparently Mook went crazy right
2: And apparently I don't know if this, I assume it's where you're going with this pen uh, Jay Murder and Show Off did higher numbers Facts Yeah man And it's, that's <laughs> not shitting on Mook and Tayrock Or URL or any of that shit But I mean that That right there says something No it's not shitting It's just me stated facts
1: Because I mean everyone if if you gotta you gotta celebrate your victory, that don't mean you're gloating or taking away from anybody else. I who tell right I worked for you for years, so this ain't no fuck them, but at the same time, I gotta celebrate that shit grabbing my dick bro like <laughs> well, why wouldn't you? you know what I mean nobody's even talking about this and I, I laugh. I'm like like people just look at the the the, the story that people that the narration that people put out there, but if you look at mm-hmm. straight up fat, we killed that shit. And that's yep. no discredit to the battery. I'm just talking about numbers. More motherfuckers watching. Straight up and down. Mm-hmm. You know, these yep. bloggers that are impossible. They get they cannot like, like, you know what I mean? What we doing ain't it's, 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 it's some, it's not on a par level, or you don't want to cover it due to your relationships with another league, which is bozo shit. Because if you're if you're if you're a, if you're a journalist, you're supposed to cover to cover the sport period Yeah, i mean if it's, if it's if it's a if it's a battle of any significance you should cover it regardless of who's throwing it yep but you know i see that doesn't that doesn't um get reciprocated a lot because you know a lot of people are sipping a lot of caffeine and shit, you feel me so
2: uh-huh yeah yeah i get i so. get completely what the fuck you're saying there's there's uh not that I, I shouldn't say that uh i know but i have heard about that that <laughs> that shit goes on with battle rap media people people play off things for uh media credentials they they gear you know their their coverage towards whatever that that changes they have an agenda right to get into something and i've said since day one right we're going to be doing all kinds of shit with this show we've already had doctors on we've had a a guy that owns an mma gym here in toronto that got he got shut down because of covid well he he, not he got shut down but he chose to after a while you know we're going to be going in, in different avenues and stuff but as we're hitting and going on our stride, this KOTD Grand Prix is coming in. I've been a huge Barrett fan for a long time, and KOTD is where my my stars live. Okay, that doesn't mean that well, I have a problem, uh, and with URL or or any other fucking thing, right? Grind Time was was my first favorite, and KOTD is a lot like Grind Time, so you know that that's mostly what I'm into. But I'm up for having everyone on, but I'm not gonna. I there's no way I'm able to give the coverage to a URL tournament like I can to this KOTD tournament. Because it's it's not a slight thing, right? It's just that's that's I know more about KOTD shit, know more about the history, more about know more about the battlers in it. But Mm -hmm. in due time, I definitely want to start having guys on like uh Amy and I were talking about uh franchise having him on. He's from Toronto, he's a, he battled in KOT. Now he's over in URL for a long time, right? Just kind of you know, get get other feels in, other ideas. But the last thing I want is any KOTD person or UL person or whatever, whatever, shitting on people or shitting mm-hmm. on each other. Right. So and like I'm, I'm completely it's with you, man.
1: Right. People either just blatantly ignore mm-hmm. or, or act like it's a superior product. Both, like, my thing is this, yo. Support the sport. I've, I've said that regardless of who. I, when I worked for King of the God, I said that. When I worked for URL, I said that. When I worked for Godtime, I said that. I, I go wherever, wherever the wherever the um, envelope is being pushed, and and the, and the sport is thriving. I don't. If, as long as you're doing good business by the MCs, and you're doing, and you do, giving the people what they want to see, I don't give a fuck who's going to battle. Mm. You
4: know
1: what I'm saying? I said that shit time and time again, and I'm and I'm repping for King of the Dot now, so this is not even. But you know, end of the day, like I said, I have no problem talking about Mook and Tate Rock because I support the sport. You know what I'm saying? Like, I why why wouldn't I wouldn't want to watch Mook versus Tay Rock? But I you know, but it's just that certain um agendas get pushed, and it's like, bro, like you know you could watch, you know, and I'm not saying you in particular, but just to the thing, mm-hmm. like look you, you you watch, oh King of the Dot trash, URL's the best, or or fuck you <laughs> URL, King of the Dot. I'm like, yo, you know you could watch both, right? Both. Just yeah. Like, like, you know, <laughs> right. <laughs> You know, you know, you can watch, you can watch King of the Dot, Di- then you can, you know, watch a watch a uh, a, a RBE battle right after. You, you mm-hmm. can do that. It's
2: fun. Like, <laughs>
1: I, I, I encourage you watch
2: all of the good battles. You can like, watch the same battler on both platforms a lot of times if you'd like.
1: Like, there's no problem with that. These guys, exactly right. Okay, yeah, we, we bang for leagues. Like they really, like they really bang it for like they. Like they begging for they black. Like, bro, it's rap. Like, you can like someone for out the rest for another league. I mean, we all have our preferences and shit like that. That's just human nature. You have things that you like and you know where to get what you like. But to act like someone out here is not in step putting on great product and putting up insane numbers. Like it's it's just odd how this the tournament is getting like a fraction of the uh, of the coverage when obviously people are watching it and yeah. are watching it more than other battles. So it just it just it's just intriguing to me how the media coverage and, and things like that don't correlate with what's actually going on. You know what I mean?
2: Do you think caffeine fucked up and Kotd and Twitch lucked out when they didn't hire AVO and Twitch and, and Kotd got the chance to do it weeks after, months after, whatever?
1: I mean, look, just speaking on um, I'm not gonna speak on personal shit that I, I spoke on. Not that. personal.
2: I'm just talking video, cool. video personal, quality No,
1: no, no. Cool. I, I was about to make that disclaimer. Um,
2: yeah.
1: yeah, yeah. I, I've always asked asset to whoever picks them up. That's like, what I'm
2: saying. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Video.
1: I, 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 like, well, I don't understand. I mean, I get why caffeine did what they did, but that was more of a um, that was obviously a business decision and not. It's not a decision from actually knowing the culture knows needs. They they were just like, What do we need you for? We got our own we got our own team, we got our own camera, we have our own editor. That's how they are looking mm-hmm. at it. They were looking at it like, wow, you actually, you know what I mean? This is actually a skill that you helped master and you know you know, you know the proper like, you know how to make this shit look like look like a fucking movie. But you know, they already had their old team in place. So whatever, whatever you know, whatever their business was, I'm not privy to any of their direct business, but they, you know, they ended up not using them. It's just, it, like, the, the funny shit is, I like how I like how this comes out the the, the information of that that video where he, you know, got caught up in that situation. Yeah. And, and, and I like how certain people have things to say, but it's like, yo, bro, if he stayed doing the videos for you, all right, y'all wouldn't have y'all wouldn't have shit to say. Because everybody wants him to do their videos, so stop, stop capping. You know what mm-hmm, I mean? Like don't, mm-hmm. don't, don't try, don't, try to, don't try to, don't try to, don't try to wave that now because because he got caught up in that situation. You know what I mean? And I'm not defending none of that shit. I'm just saying for, for the the job that the job that gets done, he's the he's the person that's most well suited for that job of bringing us that video quality and everything. So he, he'd be an asset to anyone just on the strength of that. You know. Mm-hmm.
2: And when, so you, <laughs> when you see these the other, you know, there's all kinds of one and done organizations or leagues or whatever, even in body, they make fun of the, the one thing that the guy that has the money or whatever, to put on an event, hires all kinds of battle rappers, yeah, overpays then, yeah, them.
1: That that touched so many real situations that they parody for the movie is amazing. I'm sorry,
2: that's got uh, you my yeah, bad. Yeah, No, no, that's not good. Um But fuck, maybe get your, some of your thoughts on that, because I'm sure you can probably... To more of them than just the outside fam but uh but anyway when you see uh some of these people who actually have money and get behind it something like a total slaughter or something like that and they try to reinvent the wheel uh is like do you see the mistakes coming a mile away is there basically at those this point one way to do battle rap or like within a certain realm and if you start doing shit and fucking with shit too much it's not gonna come out proper. I mean kinda like you know total slaughter is a perfect example of that.
1: I will tell you like this there's not one way to do anything. There's multiple ways to do it. But I will tell you this. There's a reason why throughout I guess this modern era of battle rapid say about the past ten to fifteen years, right? Give it yep. okay so there's a reason why there's there was literally hundreds of different leagues. I mean a handful of, you know, the, the main ones, you know, grind time, king of the die, URL, RBE. But I mean, but, but besides that, there have been hundreds of leagues, hundreds of events, hundreds of failed situations, right?
4: Mm-hmm.
1: But there's a reason why, at the end of the day, the go-to guys is, are, are always the same handful of people. Mm-hmm. You understand anytime magic is made is it oh, it always comes from a select group of people?
3: Yep. And you because... guys are doing You guys are doing a great great job and I was uh, I'm really impressed cuz I'm familiar with verses in Russia, you know what I mean? I'm familiar with a lot of battle stuff that's going on in Russia. And uh, when I crossed over here, I'm I'm happy that you guys are doing it. This shit is insane. I was just a casual fan until the Grand Prix, and until we started doing the podcast, we dove into it. You know what I mean? And I'm amazed by the work you've done and all this shit. And um, talking about Total, total slaughter, the slaughter, that's why I wanted to say this. Um, um, uh, Joe Button didn't really shine there. Um, do you think there's any industry rappers that could do well? Because that that tends to be my question So, to my question, to all the guests we have. Because uh, I think <laughs> I, I think personally that Banks would have done well in a, in a battle. We I'm not saying he would have been the GOAT or one of the best, but uh, I think he would have done very well. Um, what do you think?
1: Anybody?
3: Anybody, that's yeah. Not, from, the, from the mainstream, I'm mean, you know what I mean? Do you think it, anybody it's, 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 could stand
1: that's a chance? That's Anyone... <laughs> that decides to take this seriously and not come in with a... um. A lot of these industry guys come in with some sort of uh, superiority complex. For whatever reason, they feel like they're in a better position or they can dictate things because they have popular records out. There. This is two totally different rings. Like, you, you're trying to be accepted over here. We're not trying to be accepted over there but these guys come in with 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 a, with a holier and thou attitude and don't adhere to our codes. And, and, and a lot of people they don't even have they, their ego overpowers the truth. So they think because they make they have they make some records that people like or whatever whatever. I can do this on I mean, you know what I mean it's it's whatever. I don't they they don't practice they don't spar with nobody. And ninety percent of the time they look fucking stupid.
3: Now. Mm-hmm. You know, so you think scores. it's because of not taking it seriously? That's why it would be it would be a fail? Because because the e gets in the way?
1: It's people thinking they're thinking that this is something that you can just do, you know, just haphazardly. You understand what I'm saying? This is like fighting, bro. You gotta spark, you gotta jump in the ring with motherfuckers. You gotta practice, you gotta be excited, you gotta be rhyming all day. You gotta call all your nicest motherfuckers out that 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 you know in your circle, and you guys gotta fight it out. You know what I'm saying? And and then you and you weed out the bullshit, and you gotta have motherfuckers come at you and and, and have them say the most like like okay, when Mike when when Mike Tyson and them spar, they pick the best fighters to spar with so you can learn and get better. These people don't do that. You understand what I'm saying? And, and to go back to the other question, like I said, is there, there's a reason? Like every major event, the same people are involved. I was involved with Totem Shorter too. I was a consultant. They was taking me up, you know what I mean? I was I was watching. I was watching episodes, giving him advice on things, whatever happened. I was a consultant, and I was and I was a judge for the battle. And mm-hmm. um, Joe Button started crying crying on the radio, and it had it had me um it had me in direct taking off taking off judging his battle.
2: You know, know what's
1: right? What I mean? what, he had in Tony slaughter.
2: Yeah, he had he had you he, taken I off his battle.
1: I was, I was a judge. I was a judge. The requisite was a judge. Um, yeah.
2: Kid Capri was a judge. I can't remember yeah, yeah. else. Yeah, yeah. And you said and he had you guys taking what off his battle?
1: He had he us want...
2: taking off of
1: judging his battle.
2: Oh he yeah, you t- so, you taking off? Oh oh, oh okay. Yeah. Well, why? Because you guys know what the fuck you're talking about?
1: Apparently he, uh, he yes, wanted fans. Apparently.
3: He probably wanted fans, you know what I mean?
1: <laughs> yeah. No shit. Well, it didn't work because he, he sucked. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh.
3: Uh, yo.
2: But that's what, in- but that's what
1: happens with the ego. Like people come in and try to make and, and, and you make like yo, it yo, it was a it was a total slaughter. That's a freaking shady records event. You are artists on shady records. And you still ain't come out looking good. Like that—that—that that, that tells you about you about maybe you should have checked the ego at the door and and maybe you know what I mean. You know, ran through the proper channels and maybe it could have looked a little bit better. But you know, but Total Sword was a, it was an overly ambitious idea. I wasn't mad at it because they were they were tapping with um with, with some real people on the scene. It wasn't it wasn't a it wasn't a culture vulture standpoint. You yeah. know what I mean? And, M's not a culture vulture. M came from the battle scene. You know what I mean? M fought his way through the ranks from 88 hip hop to scribble jam. So, you know what I mean? Like they're definitely part of, they might not be as ingrained in a culture every day as, as, as far as what it evolved into, but mm-hmm. they're from the culture. So it wasn't no culture vulture shit. But it just ain't mm-hmm. go. you know, this battle rap, this battle rap shit, bro, it, it, it takes a certain skill set, it takes a different, a different level of patience. A different level of negotiation, a different level of uh, just dealing with a whole bunch of different personalities that are mostly from street backgrounds. Like, there's a lot of there's a lot of things in place that people don't look at. They just look at, oh, I could just throw a battle in, and, 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 and you know, I could and I could put this guy versus this guy and it's automatically gonna be the best thing ever. Like, nah, bro. There's so many there's so many uh, intangibles that go into this shit. You know what I mean? That people don't that people don't realize, and that's why. People like the rat get called when they end over the head. People like myself, people like Lush One. You know what I'm saying? There's a handful of people that always get called because, you know, we know what it takes to uh, make magic happen with, with little to no resources. So imagine if we had actual resources. You know what I mean?
2: Mm. And I'm glad that you mentioned the uh, the captains and we talked a little history about rap, but to sitting here today with the with krill going over some stuff as i mentioned in the intro you're uh <coughs> excuse me if somebody you know they, they're introduced to you through the uh the the captain of the east that's the first time they heard a poison pen obviously they're new to battle rap maybe they're 11 years old we can't fault them for that right so but <coughs> krill uh he's like i said to him i was like like, what don't you get about who this guy is like so the, I, I typed your name on youtube Comes up, you technique styles P, and uh, I think there was someone else in the song.
3: And it was Vinnie Paz's thing. Vinny Paz.
2: And Krill looks at me and he goes, "Yo, this is the fucking centipede guy I've been fucking
3: telling you about."
2: So, oh shit, di- that's a diabolic
1: that's, record, right? I shit yeah, that's one of it, my favorites.
3: I, that's one of my favorite records Krill
1: ever, has, bro.
2: Krill has known who you are for fucking years. And not even realized until seeing you in this tournament.
3: I, until I actually heard your voice on the song, you know what I mean. I've seen you. I've seen you do, doing the captain thing, right? But I didn't recognize you until I heard your voice on the song. I was like, "Holy shit, this is the." the you know what I mean? Because that <laughs> Soul- that's, that's 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 that Soldier's Logic track. is like one of my favorite tracks ever. Like the whole the, the whole liar and the thief project was a fucking amazing to me. You know what I mean? I, I was wondering, I was wondering who was doing that hook, and now I'm talking to the fucking guy. So that's pretty amazing. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I put I put Diabolic on after I met him at a fucking battle. What I was hoping, I was doing a battle in the year 2000 when I was still in school. But I was throwing, I was working for this company, and Diabolic walked in asking for a battle. I had no idea who this fucking dude was. Didn't know from a hole in the wall, but he, the way he spoke to me, I kind of just believed him. And, you know, I don't, I, I'm not a politic dude. I'm like, yo, if I got a slot, I got you. And I put him in a battle, and that was, the, the rest was literally history. You know
3: what I'm saying? Was well, he good at battling? Yeah. I've never seen Diabolic battle.
1: Diabolic got some bodies. Diabolic beat motherfuckers like Fest. uh Diabolic's battle of Mortal Shake. Me, Diabolic was fucking fire. And There's I'm no doubt that, 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 that he was. can
3: put words together fucking nicely. I'm I'm a fan of Diabolic, yeah, that's, that's for sure. That's and then if you... If you if you don't mind me asking, what 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 happened with the whole diabolic immortal technique thing? Because that was like a heartbreaking for me, I and mean, I'm still wondering what the fuck is going on. Like, I, 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 obviously it's over, and then Talib Kali got involved somehow. Is it like? Is it is that diabolic done with that movement? Man,
1: I'm man, Like, to be to be honest, I really don't like how that situation was down. I'm really not happy with how diabolic Law Solid Kwali conducting himself, and this is some. This is coming from someone who's you know considered both of them friends for well more than a decade. I know Quali. Quali's older than me, but I know Quali since I was a kid. You know what I'm saying? Him and him and my bro Ph was on the same fucking baseball team and shit. Like, like I know. You know what I mean? I know. I know Quali since like a very long time. You know what I'm saying? So these are both people that I've known. For decades, man, and when that shit went left, I kind of tuned. I kind of tuned out because I was upset at both of them just going public and just. And I, I felt like it was disrespecting me because they know they know my body. They know how I give it up. They know how I get down. And if you respect me, if I tell you to shut the fuck up, and we handle it how we handle it, off 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 of this false social media bullshit. I, 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 as a, as somebody that, that would consider me a brother, if I said, yo, shut the fuck up and I don't know tough guy shit just on some young,
4: mm. you know what
1: I mean? I would, I would respect that because I'm going to make sure that we handle the situation. So I wasn't too happy with how neither of them handled the situation. So I kind of stepped back because if I didn't, I would've, I would've been somewhere else with it. So, you know what I mean? That whole situation is sucks. You know what I mean? Like That's what
3: I'm saying. It was heartbreaking for me, bro. And I was wondering, are yeah. you still in touch with Diabolic? What's going on with him now?
1: Um, Diabolic? He's still making music and shit, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, he doing what he do. Like, I don't have... I, like, if you notice, all, all of those guys that, that don't, that don't them really speak ill about me. You know what I mean? But, you know, um, I don't hate Diabolic. I, I, I can never... I can never hate DaBala, you know what I'm saying? I just can't. I don't really see eye to eye with him right now, and um, I would never speak ill on him. I love him. Like I, I love that dude, bro. Like I can't. I can even tell you the personal, you know what I mean? Shit that we endure but you know the only right the, the, the
3: endure- only. The only reason I'm asking you this is as straight as a fan, honestly, because I was—I'm telling you, like, liar and the thief rock my world. I've been listening to that shit back to back lots of times, right? And yeah. since since I got you here, I figured I might as well get some personal information. out. You know what I mean?
1: No, it's all good. And the, fun, the funny shit is to go back on the other question, Like most people don't put the correlation between the underground, the independent hip, the, the um, the indie rap music as far as the, um the music and battle rap. Like most people don't even realize. Like, you know, Not most people. You know how many people don't even realize I fucking rap, bro? It's crazy. Like, they see me hosting a battle and I'm like, how do you think I get to this because I rhyme and I'm very, very good at what I do? You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. A lot of people that watch these battles don't even realize that I make music and I've had a healthy career. You know what I'm saying? Like, I got records with a lot of your favorites. You know what I mean? Fucking Doom and like I've, I've been doing this shit for a very long time. You feel me? That's that's how I earned. That's how I earned my stripes, and that's how I'm able to get this person to pull up, and that person to pull up, and they respect what I do on the other side too. It all, it all, you know, it all, it all works in conjunction with each other. You know what I mean? But a lot of people don't even realize. Oh shit, hey, yo, your name is Twenty Japan. Like, duh, motherfucker. Like, I, like, <laughs> I thought it was obvious. But a lot of people don't make the correlation that I'm the guy that's done this and done this and. Has you know albums and stuff like that? Because you know the thing with me, I'm really when I'm when I'm doing these events, it's not about pushing myself as a rapper. Even though I, you know, I I'm nice, I do this. But like mm. when I'm doing these events, it's not about okay, it's not a, it's not about pushing my product. It's about me getting these guys out here and setting them up and, and doing a successful event. So it's not like and it's that might be why like, you
3: so that that might be why it works so well. Yeah.
1: If you know, you know. Like, dude, I've literally been at bars because you know I, I'm an underground rapper. So, like, like all these all the records that people know me from, we have no videos for. Like, you gotta go to the shows. You know what I mean? And I'll be at a. I remember I was at a bar in Texas. Yo, know, I was in a bar. It was South by Southwest. I'm with my bro Apathy and a bunch of other motherfuckers. We had a bar. Like, we were doing this event with like. Purple City, like that's how that's how I'm hating this. Sh- We's out there with Purple City and shit, and <laughs> I'm, at a, I'm at a fucking bar ordering a drink, and this girl literally just stopped in her steps and was like, "Hold on, hold on." I'm like, "What the? F-? I'm looking, I'm looking, at shit like, yo, what the fuck is your problem?" Like, I'm, I'm, I wasn't used to it because I'm like, "Why is she tripping?" And she's like, "You're going you're on End Doom's record." I'm like, "What?" I'm like yeah I, I know your voice anywhere and If she starts like if you starts like spitting a verse and shit and i'm like yeah no doubt <laughs> you want a fucking drink like <laughs>
0: god damn so wait i mean <laughs> you, you do all the stuff <laughs> but you be so you do all the stuff right and you're talking about people don't know all the things you do even just in battle rap or in industry stuff what about stuff outside of that? I mean, talk about Rebel Army runs. What's your involvement in that?
1: Oh, uh, see, uh, oh, can I hug you? You can hug me. <laughs> because the thing is, this like you have to, you can't just do one thing. We do everything. And one thing about us, Rebel, the Rebel Arms, That's you know, Mortal Technique, myself, Chino XL, Circle, a bunch of us. My Body, Bobby whatever. Um, yeah, that's 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 the family we've been you know, we've been working under that umbrella since about maybe 08, 09. And we've been doing charitable events since day one. And this particular the Rebel Arm, the Rebel Arm runs you know, the pandemic. Everyone, you know, in the middle of a worldwide pandemic. And in the beginning, New York was the, the center of everything. Mm-hmm. And everything was set down. Like To, to be a New Yorker and to I put, I put a picture on my IG, like from like March or whatever, like with with uh quarantine when the quarantine started, mm-hmm. and I was literally on the Manhattan Bridge by myself, like yeah,
0: yep.
1: like alone with no one around me, like like that was in, in the daytime, it was insane, yep. it was like a, a zombie movie and shit. But anyway, so a lot of people didn't have access to a lot of resources, a lot of people just want to make money, myself included. You know, I, I'm a touring artist, I do events for a living. This is what I do pandemic set me down so i i'm in a precarious situation as well but at the same time i'm still in a position where i can help more than others so why not you know i still got my roof over my head i still have the, the ability to do certain things so it's like you know i'm I, you know even if i'm in a situation that i'm not comfortable with i know there's people the worst situation and i know I you know so we um, what we did was there was a lot of people that didn't, that didn't have access to food a lot of people are getting Resources, like, certain things, like even, um, you know, feminine hygiene products for the ladies and things of that nature. Formula for the babies and shit like that. So uh, we we made, we made a GoFundMe and we raised <laughs> a lot of money. I don't have the exact figures, but... I 36 grand, man. Right, because it, it was supposed to be 20, like 24, and it just kept going. So, yeah, we made 36 grand. And we literally take we take the bread like a hundred percent like it's not like these other charity organizations that when you when you press pound this on your phone and they say it'll take five dollars and donate it to whatever charity and they literally keep four dollars and thirty two cents of that five dollars and, and then give and give whoever the other sixty eight cents it's fucking horrible you know what I mean we actually take all of the proceeds. And we literally go to, um, you know, we're in New York City, so we go to, we go, we have relationships with the wholesalers, so the sort of people that provide the uh, the bodegas and the grocery stores and things of that nature. So we go to like the, to the jet throws and spots like that, and we just go and we, we we go to we go to certain neighborhoods. We find out what what people need in those neighborhoods. We've been doing it in a lot of uh, projects in, in in New York. We had uh, we were in um, Albany projects and in, in, in Crown Heights. We were in Dykeman. Mm-hmm projects of town, Manhattan grant projects of town, Manhattan. So there's just, we go from spot to spot. We find out what the people need and we literally just go spend that money that people send us from the GoFundMe and we, we, we package everything. And we just, we go to the hood, we, we set up, we set up the date and time and we literally just hit every, whoever needs. And that's it. So we've been doing it for, we've been doing it for months, man. And, um, we're going to continue to do it. We're, we're making a few adjustments.
0: Well wait, wait. You're, you're about to register it like, as a legit nonprofit, right? So what's gonna change Oh, yeah. That,
1: that, that, like, like I said, we had to make adjustments, like that and that that was one of them because we were just you know raising money in both money just doing it ourselves, but we had now we have to do everything properly under the nonprofit. So that's what we're we're transitioning So it's all a thousand percent legit as far as everything. So that's what we're doing now. But um yeah, that's what we've been doing. Um I literally like myself, my brother Slim, my brother Mortal Technique. You know, um, yeah, we just and we do it all ourselves. Like we we're not we're not hiring people. Like it's not a bunch of interns. You feel me? Like <laughs> we walking up and down the aisles. You know what I mean? Getting everything, going back to to the to the spot, packaging everything up, and getting it to the people ourselves. It, it's us. It's, it's it's no one else but us.
0: So wait, I so, I yeah. believe I saw something about San Fernando, Philly. Like, are y'all branching out? Oh, or are you yeah, gonna try to I keep mean, it in New York? What? No, no, no,
1: we, yeah, yeah, we, we have branches like Chino Excel is taking care of them Los Angeles. I, I'm just talking about what, what we what we do personally. But yeah, we all know we're in we're in California, uh, we're in New York City. So I was talking about my the personal things I've been doing with New York City. So we I have see. New York City, we have we have Los Angeles. Um, I believe uh, we're gonna be in Philadelphia as well. New York and
0: Los Angeles are the two hubs. Right on. So how, how like, how would you like to expand it? Once you have everything done legally and you're, you know, nonprofit, like what would you like to do that you're not doing now?
1: Uh, Probably get some more people, you know, get some more people and, and see if there's things that we could do beyond just, um, giving them things. Maybe we could, uh, have certain trainings and things of that nature, but it's, it's a step-by-step process. It's something that we just literally took upon ourselves to do because we show people needed stuff. So we're literally learning as we go along, to be honest.
2: Speaking but, of learning.
1: We do? Oh, sorry, yeah, sorry.
2: sorry. That's, go ahead, go ahead. No, no, go
3: ahead,
2: bro. We're good. All right, well, people really need to get a, a fucking, a, a fresh piece of paper, maybe a whole fresh fucking pad of paper for this history lesson. Because you're probably the the best guy I could ask about this. The history of Team Homie. Can you explain? The building downtown, building downtown, building downtown, building
4: downtown.